0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Get all the latest football headlines and bite-sized opinion in the brand new Whistleblowers Daily Podcast. wherever you get
2: your podcasts
3: hello welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs show Mike Lee I'm back uh thank you so much to Theo who's uh Basically, doing all the work. Uh, anyway, I'm back tonight. Uh, delighted to be here. We've got a little bit of football to talk about, and, uh, and it looks like more football to discuss coming up. Joining us this evening, uh, stalwart of the show, Sean Singleton returns. How are you, Sean? Hi, Mike. Good to be here. I'm lovely to. We'll not see you. You turn your camera off. We won't go into that now. Tim Ellerton returns. How are you, Tim? Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. On. Thank you very much for coming. And making her debut, the TV writer... Uh, Orla Hannan is here. How are you, Orla?
0: I'm very good. Excited to be here.
3: Oh, it's lovely to finally have you on the show. Wonderful to have you. Before we kick off, just... We always like we always ask uh, people making their debut. Can you remember the first game you attended? Your first Tottenham match?
0: Um, yes, I can. Because it was the first match that Teddy Sheringham was playing for Man United. So it, oh, was, it was Man United. Um, uh, he did miss a penalty. Yes. And... I had friends in the Man United end who I could see and all of a sudden something came over me and wanker signs started coming <laughs> out of me and like beast, I mean, it was like something took over me Um I became a beast, yeah. uh, but it, we, I think we lost the match like 2-0 in the end, mm. so yeah that was my first my first match
3: yeah there was an old chart wasn't there he went to man united he won f4 and that yeah. soon changed <laughs> <laughs> part of that uh, treble <laughs> typical tottenham uh but anyway yes oh god it's a depressing starts to the show but Sorry. there we go it's okay <laughs> well look so much has been going on uh, obviously uh in, in the uk with the passing of the queen which meant that the, the, the huge what would have been the huge game against Manchester City was postponed out of respect. We can maybe touch on whether we think that was correct. We have had one game, our first game in the Champions League, the win against Marseille, and then we'll discuss the big game tomorrow. Very excited for me because I'm now in Lisbon. Uh, we'll discuss the game at Sporting Lisbon. And then on Friday, we'll do a little preview of the Leicester City game, which, as we record this, we believe is on. It's happening. Other games being called off. But, incredibly, uh, Tottenham-Leicester is on. Um, Sean, sure, let's start with uh, the Marseille game. Um, last wen- uh, last Wednesday, was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, I can't so right remember Wednesday. Now. Yeah. yeah, a 2-0 win. Um, not the... Best of games, really, until the last sort of 15, 20 minutes, wasn't it?
2: No, no I think it was firstly great to be back mm. after two or three years and the atmosphere was, was brilliant. Uh, and the game did not live up to, to that, <laughs> certainly the first half. But I think um, I always felt that we'd wear them down and then the last 10 or 15 minutes we would sort of, you know, go away with it. And I think the, you know, the red card obviously was quite a key turning point and i mean from that point i felt we were gonna we were gonna win uh and i thought obviously Richarlison was was just sensational and it was just so nice to have a player other than kane you can score a really good header in the box
3: absolutely i mean all it, 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 it's so lovely this season i know it's been touched on previous shows this season we've now got a strong bench we now can rotate um you know again he can start sun's certainly been off form compared to where he has been um, but now, as, as Sean touched upon, now we've got other people that can put the ball in the net. And I thought, okay, the first goal was unmarked, but I thought he took both goals really well and his infectious energy kind of got the crowd going, got the players going as well, didn't it?
0: He's amazing. And I've, I'm totally fangirling over him now because I know people are like, yeah, he's a kid and he behave. I think he's amazing. I think he's brilliant. I loved at the end when he was crying and his dad's arms and there was a video of him on instagram i think where he was singing the champions song like the champ <laughs> he was doing the little song and i thought he's just so up for it and you could see that it was he was so up for it he was so ready for it and you're right it's great to have somebody like him who you're not constantly relying on kane for especially as poor sonny um he, i mean the fact that the red card happened because he was the last person on goal w- was you know, to me, like the, he cannot score. I mean, he, you know, he's the last brother and they gets taken down and he cannot score. So the fact that we, you know, do have that backup, it, yeah, it's amazing.
3: Yeah. Tim, I mean, as Sean said, it's been a little while since we've been in this competition. Um, on paper, one can argue one of the easiest groups. It must say, have started very, very well in, in the French league. And certainly the first half, I thought they were the better team and not many chances. There was a weird one when Hugo just punched it for no reason, under no pressure whatsoever. But, um, you know, in fairness, I I thought it was looking like it was going to just sort of peter out into a very dull draw.
1: I I think, you know, yes, there's a lot of positives, but really without that sending off, who knows where we would have ended up. Because you're right, at that time, we couldn't get hold of the ball. We didn't control the game enough. You know I'm gonna call him the long-haired bloke because I can't say his name, but he was good, wasn't he? To be fair to him. Everything went through him. Um, and we didn't really know what to do with it. But second half, I don't know what Antonio says to them at half time, but it's working, isn't it? Because it came out yes, the 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 sending off obviously helped, but they looked hungrier, the passing was slicker, Richarlison was getting himself in position, and then the rest is history. But um, it's a little worrying that we are starting this slowly and we're needing a well, it must be a rocket at halftime from the manager to get them going because our first half performance is pretty much across the board, except probably
2: the Fulham game of, of being pretty lackluster so far. I'd say. I wonder why he doesn't say what he says at halftime before the match. <laughs> because every because every time he speaks to them at half time, it would come out like a different team. It's like uh It's all a bit weird, isn't it? It Um, is weird, but a bit... I I, I think we're we're not not playing well, but we are, you know, we the results speak for themselves. I mean, like, you know, I think once we click, we will tonk someone. But but isn't that the mark of a
1: quality team, isn't it? If you're not playing, you're not firing in all the cinders, you're not playing your best football, but you're still getting results. You know, unbeaten in the Premier League, good, you know, you take a 2-0 home win of course you would you know first game Champions League we win tomorrow night against Lisbon and we're pretty much one foot in the knockout aren't we because nine then you need what one more win from from four games nine points would nine times out of ten get you through to the to the knockout stages so I think you're right Sean I think someone is going to take a battering at some point um my money's on the Everton game few the, weeks.
3: the difference to all of this season again I think is it's just we're not leaking many goals So, you know, in the past there's been seasons and that's made the difference, isn't it? We're always in a game.
0: You do do feel different watching them now. I feel different watching them. Like you kind of, and it's almost reversed. It used to be that we used to let, you know, load of goals in the last five minutes for ages. It just seemed like everyone would score against us in the last five, 10 minutes. And now it does feel like, I know who plays more defensively, but um, even though we're, as you said, we were playing really badly um, for the first half. I still, there's something about me that feels a bit more calm about it all, that feels like, I know, it's that a trust in Conte and also a trust in the fact that we have more players now that can come on and change a match. Um, I'm also obsessed by Perisic. I mean, I'm obsessed by the man. Um, I could watch him, like, all day. He's got this calmness about him that we really need at Spurs. He's like, it's almost like he floats, uh, above the ground. Uh, there, was a, there was a moment where, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was having a go at the ref They were getting a bit gnarly and he just came over ref, and like, like, yeah. guided him away. Yeah. Like, just, come on, come away. And it's like, that's the sort of person, I've gone completely off topic, but um, yeah. I, to, no, I, had, I have to talk about him constantly because I'm obsessed with the man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I do agree though. I mean, I think that what I like about him, you're right, he's very calm. But the way that he can wrap his his foot around the ball and then just float it in, when it kind of looks like the ball's going out, you, I've never seen a player that can do that. It's just, um, you know, everything he does is class, isn't it? I mean, he's well, Royce, really. It's
3: true. One, one thing, again, you can level against Tottenham over the last few years, is we just don't get the ball in from wide areas quickly enough. Yeah. It sort of takes so long. Yeah. And this season, we've had a few now. We've had, you know, Perisic corners and flicks on. But, you know, that one was, OK, Micky was, was was sort of unmarked. But then later on, slightly deeper, Holby whipped it in. And it's clearly this is what they're working on in, in, in training, Tim. It's sort of, it's, I know we've got this, 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 Theo uh, talked about it last week, this sort of set piece coach. Uh, I'm not saying that just whipping the ball in is, is a set piece, but it, it, they're clearly working on various things. Uh, and, and you you can see that now. Yeah, there's definitely thing. elements of, well, we've,
1: what is it? We've got at least three goals, and we we, from corners, which is probably three more than the previous seasons put together. And, that you know, um, that's got that's no coincidence. We've got this this guy in helping us there. Um, I mean, one thing I don't understand is if I agree with you all. I, I love Perisic as well. I think he's brilliant, but I don't understand why he's not taking every corner. Sometimes we still go back on, and we still
2: don't yeah. clear the first 100%. man. And I'm, and Perisic yeah. is in the
1: box, and he's not. They're not going. It's not like he's the person they're going for. So that for me, needs clearing. I, I've never ever understood how a professional football player can't clear the first man a corner. I will just I can't fathom it I mean it's like Johnny Wilkinson when he was in his prime not being able to get somewhere near the post it's just inexcusable and I think the you are know, the Chelsea game the Wolves game Perisic's delivery is incredible we've got to make sure that you know he's on all of all of all most set pieces wherever possible
2: yeah I maybe, totally agree. maybe he could teach Royale how to well, cross I mean That'd he's good, good but he's not that good
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's, let's go to a quick break and then when we come back we're going to talk about uh, as we record this tomorrow night's game in Lisbon back in two minutes we're back from the break uh, don't forget this season for premium content including a daily news show ex-player interviews and original documentary series on Tottenham go to patreon.com slash Spurs show Support our show in the process. Our monthly London live shows return next month. Go and sign up at season.spurshow.net. You and a couple of mates can come to every event this season. Unfortunately, Neil Ruddick can't do uh, September 28th. So we've got a man who played nearly 200 games for Tottenham. Colin Calderwood is now with us September the 28th. And I can announce October the 24th, Jerry Armstrong people of a certain age who remember again part of that whole team that went down and came up and great stories and obviously we could talk hours about his 82 World Cup with Northern Ireland alone is going to be worth some stories he's got a book out he'll be there with his new book so you can come and get it signed go to season.spurshow.net sign up and join us there and follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram Um, right tomorrow night uh, Sean we'll start with you Tottenham our second game uh, we face Sporting Lisbon. It's the return of Marcus Edwards. Marcus Edwards, if you remember, was this young player on a Pochettino. He was going to be the big, big player. If you really read Pochettino's book, he basically said he had some, you know, off field uh, issues I Which you didn't issues, really go into. And then he went off to, I think he went off to Belgium first, and then a, a lesser oh. club in Portugal. He schooled at the weekend for Lisbon. He's banging them in for uh, Sporting Lisbon. And uh, for those you who don't know, I'm now living very, very near Lisbon, so it's extraordinary that Spurs are in town tomorrow night. Uh, thoroughly what looking the ch- forward to it. What are the chances though, Mike? That's incredible, isn't um, it? Well, there was, could have bought Ben sitting in it as well. I hope we get Ben Fieker in a knockout round as well. That would be fantastic. But looking forward to it, and... Um, I'm watching a bit of Portuguese football now. Porto's still the strong team. Benfica, uh, Sporting Lisbon, not a great start to the season, but they've won their last couple of games. Um, it, it, I think it'll be, uh, Sean, I think it'll be a, a tough game. It's, look, it's never easy. Look at Tottenham away in recent European competitions. We've been abject uh, in, in in so many games. It'll be interesting, the fact we've had this break, no Man City game, uh, so we should be pretty sharp tomorrow night, wouldn't you think?
2: Yeah, I think so. Uh I what's makes this well it's it's interesting for two reasons, isn't it? One, obviously Marcus Edwards. Um you know, we thought he was going to be the next Rafael Morrison, didn't we really? So I am pleased for the guy. I think it's great that he's, you know, got his career back on track. Obviously he's got a lot of talent. And then what's the highlights against, you know, Frankfurt and um yeah, you know, the, probably they were they're the highest seeded team in the group. I mean, they won the uh, Europa, Europa League Cup, didn't they? So that was a shock. For them to lose 3-0 at home. So I think it will be a tough game. And the kind of sod's law, you know, sometimes the gods of football smile on you and they and they draw us in Lisbon when Mike's just moved there. But, but guaranteed the expert's player will always score. So let's just assume he's gonna score. Um, but I I I I do I do I do think we can win. I do think we can win because we've, as you said, we haven't played Man City, so I think he will play a very strong team. He won't make many changes. Maybe Davis will come in for long lay as he's a bit more defensive. But I think it'd be pretty much the same team that played um, against Marseille. So uh, I'm quietly confident, but I do think it will be quite tight and a quite a tough game.
3: Yeah, oh, I think there'll be a lot of Spurs there. I know Spurs officially only got about two and a half thousand tickets. But luckily, if you've gone on to the Sporting um, Lisbon website, there was loads of neutral tickets. So myself and uh, a lot of listeners I know are all sitting in a sort of, so we don't get penned in at the end. So they're basically neutral seats and uh, you didn't need any idea. There's always this scare thing about, oh, you know, if you get a ticket and they're going to look at your passports so and when you go in, utter nonsense. It's just e-tickets straight in. So I think there'll be more like 4,000, Spurs fans in town in the stadium, which holds 40,000. Um, do you think we're going gonna to see a, an away win or do you think we might struggle tomorrow?
0: mean, I think it's going to be tough. I mean, they didn't, they win four nil at the weekend or something like that. Like, so they're, you know, they're, they're putting away goals. Um, I think you never really know whether the rest is a good thing or a bad thing for us, because, you know, some of our players have, I think Sonny's looked quite tired this season. And I think Kane has start, well, looked a little bit tired recently as well. So um, you wonder whether they need, they just, they're going to be like, Oh, great. We had a weekend off or it kind of upset their flow a little bit because they were preparing for a match that didn't happen. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. I'm quite jealous that you're sitting there in Lisbon going to match, to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm like, hmm, that sounds like a good trip. It sounds like it's going to be good mm. fun. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be tough. I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be tough. And I think that they will score, but I think we'll score more.
3: I think you're probably right. Tim, what, what, what are your feelings? How do you think it's going to pan out? I don't think it's on? going to be, I, be easy. I just came back from from holiday in Portugal and um, having a chat
1: with a waiter in one of the restaurants we're in. And the only thing we could talk about was football. Um, my Portuguese, not nearly as good as English, but he was a little sporting fan and he was a bit worried about them. They lost a lot of players. I think come the, the name of the guy's case. Yes. Maybe he's gone to Wolves. That's One that. went, to then, yeah, yeah, went to
3: wolves, yeah. They're striking. Yeah, and there's wolves, a couple of others said, yeah. they've lost as well. So he was
1: pretty despondent about it. Um, that said, it's never going to be an easy place to go, is it? Will be a rocking stadium, we'll be absolutely full. Um, you know, but I think we should have enough for them. I'm I'm really pleased for Eric Dyer. I think that's a that's a really nice story where, yes, where he starts his career and, and yeah. going back there and um, yeah, he, I know he's he's got strong links with Portugal. His, his family's still at home down there, and, and he visits the area quite a lot. So I think it will be a big night for him and his family. And um, but yeah, surely we've got enough in the tank for that. And then and then hopefully, you know, what was the next game? Frankfurt. And then and then you'd like to think that we can, to, to Alda's point, we we are going to need to rest a few of these players at some point. You'd, you'd like to think we've got a squad big enough to do that. But I don't think we should be doing that at this stage. I think we've got to get the points on the board first.
3: Yeah, I think I think the fact that, that, that we didn't, have, as all said, the fact we didn't have this this game, uh, well, I hope it, I hope it helps because any little knocks and stuff, they're rested, um, and uh, yeah, if we can get another win and then win and draw the next, I think as you said, we're pretty much through, and maybe the last game of the group, whatever. Then you're sort of playing the kids a bit, and because uh, obviously come November things get very congested just before the World Cup, so. It would be nice. Uh, Sean, give us, uh, give us a score prediction for tomorrow night, then, in Lisbon.
2: I, I did say Marcus Edwards will score. I'm going to go against it now. I think we'll win 1-0. <laughs> oh, OK.
3: Maybe Marcus <laughs> okay. Edwards' own goal. Who knows? Yeah, no, that'd be From good. a corner, heads in yeah. the wrong goal. Forgot who he plays for.
2: <laughs> oh, but, but I don't think he's ever scored a goal with his head in his life. He's only about five foot, isn't he? Oh, exactly. Orla, what do you reckon?
0: I'm going to go for 3-1. I think they will score, but... I just I really want Sonny just to score a hat trick. Do you think that's going to happen? I don't know. I think once the once once he gets one in it's going to be like the the gates have opened and the and he'll just yeah so I'm going to be optimistic. Uh
1: I'll go 2-1. <laughs> I think it'll be close but I think we'll have enough
3: for 2-1. I'm going to go 4-2 Tottenham. I'm going to go for a goal fest. 4-2 uh in the um, if you look at the um weather forecast and the pissing rain in, in Lisbon. Weather not looking good, Not right? looking good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, look, that's fantastic. Uh, you're all going to join me again on Friday uh, when we'll be previewing uh, the uh, Saturday night game against Leicester. But for now, Sean, Tim and Orla, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for everyone at home. Until next time, come on, you Spurs! If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show... Check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.